You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio based or banner ads, but on a case by case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at $2, $5, $10, or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. Lisa Joy and Jonathan Nolan are back with season four of Westworld, the HBO Max uh, series starring uh, Evan Rachel Wood as Dolores Abernathy or someone else maybe now. Uh, Jeffrey Wright as Bernard Lowe, Ed Harris as the man in black that uh, was made famous uh, in the movie. He was the, the the bad guy. Who was it played by? I forget. Uh, God almighty. Um, does anyone know on this? Yul Brenner. <laughs> Yul Brenner. Thank yes, you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Thawandi, uh, Newton as Maeve, who is always a badass in, uh, in the show. Uh, Tessa Thompson is back as the, uh, as Charlotte Hale as the, the foil or the new antagonist in the series. And, uh, and a couple other people make some appearances and Aaron Paul, who I love so much, uh, from Breaking Bad, of course, he is back as Caleb Nichols, uh, from season three. And we, lo- we basically last, uh, we left everyone in season three as, well, basically, uh, humans were kind of revolting against this uh, AI that was predicting the fate and the future of humans, uh, kind of like Facebook. And so it was uh, an interesting and weird, uh, 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 just convoluted of, of a season. Not my most favorite in the world, but this uh, season four takes place I think about 10 years after uh, that whole revolution uh, happened and everything seems to be okay or so it may seem. But with me today to talk about season four of Westworld, I have Gina. Howdy ho there neighbors. And I have Drew. Hi, I would, I would still go to Westworld or, or future world or whatever that is. Would, would you get, okay, that let's actually start this whole thing off. So would you legitimately, if you had all the money in the world, which I guess these people are just obscenely rich to go there, it's not like, I think Disney World is super expensive, and this is like, oh, wait, this is like $2,000 a night? I don't know if I can do that. Uh, but would you guys go to Westworld to do this? I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going to the Star Wars Hotel, because that's too expensive. So that's, that's like $3,000 a night, $4,000 a night. <laughs> that's something that I would totally want to do. Um, no, I, I, I don't think I really would. I think I would probably go through the entire ticketing process like I usually do if I'm buying concert tickets. And then once, uh-huh. I, once I see all the fees, because you know there's a lot of hidden fees going to Westworld, for sure. Well, sure, sure. But again, if you had all the money in the world to go, just the idea of it, would you go to Westworld? If, if, I, was, if I was like William, I feel like if I, if I could go that way and be kind of like <laughs> wide-eyed and, oh, sure. and, and innocent, yes, uh-huh. it, I think I would, but I, I don't think I'd be going there for, I'd be going there for like the really cheesy stories. Like, I, like the, the old man would completely um, derail me from the beginning and I'd go looking for the treasure. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like, you know, wander out way out into the, the, the countryside um, looking for trouble. Right. Gina, uh, what, what, what do you, what would you think? Uh, would you go to Westworld? Uh, 
No, I would not. It's a no for me. I'm not even going to try and like mull that over. It's a very different uh, I, question for you too. Yeah, I was like, I don't know. I mean, racism wouldn't exist, so that would be nice. Um, but, you know, I think I would like a different world. I don't mind going into simulated worlds or these type mm-hmm. of things, but Westworld just, or at least this iteration that we get in season four, which is supposed to be pretty much what every gentrified city is now in the United States, I want to be Brooklyn. Uh, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm all right. I think I'll pass. <laughs> I, I the What it seems like to me is that Westworld and all the other worlds, because there's like uh, uh, there's like the the uh, the uh, Japanese uh, samurai world at one point. I forget what it's called, and uh, and a couple other places. And uh, to me, it just seems like oh, so this is rape world. Like this is what you're just like creating is just rape world. Like it's okay to rape robots. Like that's all this is, and it it seems like. That that since so seemingly so many people are going to Westworld just to rape and kill and just be like ah it's okay it's a robot, uh it feels like they would bring the whole vibe down and uh, I wouldn't want to go. <laughs> I mean, you just ruin sex toys for every man under the age of thirty five. So you know, <laughs> you know, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. So, getting back to season four of of Westworld though. Um, we are now, uh, we were introduced to a lot of familiar characters with, uh, with Caleb now, uh, married with a 10 year old daughter. And, uh, uh, we of course see, uh, Evan Rachel Wood is back. Cause the last time that we saw her, she sacrificed herself as, uh, trying to give humans the, the choice, uh, to, well, to choose to revolt against the, the, the AI that was, uh, dictating their fates. And, um, so we see her, but she's different. She's waking up, uh, in the city. She has new hair. That's how you can tell she's different. And, uh, and then she's living her life. She's basically a, a storyteller for this company, almost like a video game company, seemingly at first. And she's just a normal person. I think her name is just like Karen or something like that. I forget what her, like her name is in the show. Uh, but uh, we see her, but of course we also jump to uh, Charlotte and uh, Ed Harris's character, uh, William, um, also going through uh, their lives as well of like in the city. So it what I do always appreciate about Westworld is that it has a really interesting idea of time and how you experience it as an audience member and how characters experience it. And, uh, it's a, I always think it's very clever because this season, this season reminded me of season one more than the other two, uh, than anything else. Cause, uh, you can, I, I think I remembered in like season two and definitely in season three is a lot more straightforward, but season two, I can kind of tell when like the twist of the time, uh, jump or time backwards or whatever it was, was going to, how it was all going to merge. Uh, was coming. This one honestly threw me for a loop. I, I did not see it coming. Uh, maybe you guys did, but what did you what did you guys think of uh, Westworld season four? Uh, Gina, how about you start it off? I mean, well, her name was definitely Christina. Christina, thank you. <laughs> I'm not caring. Jesus Christ. I mean, I can see how all white women look alike, but um, <laughs> I feel like this season. I'll, I'll say so. I'll review this season in its own right, and then as a whole, 
I guess for sure. me, because me and Westworld have like this love hate relationship. I feel because uh, I completely forgot season three. Actually, I had to go and rewatch it because I did not enjoy it so much. Season four for me, if it wasn't for the dynamic actually between William and um, I always want to call her Charlotte, but she's not Charlotte, but Tessa Thompson's character. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I have to keep up with how many Charlottes are duplicated. Um, sure. Right. But it wasn't for them. And then if it wasn't for Bernard's character. I feel like this season would have been not my favorite. But those are the top three characters that I feel like their arcs really were fleshed out way better in the season. Uh, Maeve, again, she was amazing. Her arc was really fleshed well in the season. Uh, I wouldn't say there were twists uh, for me, but it was mm-hmm. a lot of, oh, wow okay, well, that's interesting. Or it was just like pleasant surprises with a lot of the characters' decisions that I would have thought gone a different way. I like how everyone keeps referencing The Matrix with this season, but I actually don't really get The Matrix Hmm. with this. Um, It actually reminds me more so of like a mixture of like 2001 Odyssey, weirdly enough. I don't know, that may just be me. Uh, And when it comes to like the contemplation on just like moral decisions and... And just kind of, to me, there is, there isn't a clear villain. Like, even with Hale, like, you can, yeah, you can say she's the antagonist or she's the villain. But deep down, it's just like, you had a vision about the world, and we all have a vision about how we think the world should be, right? Right. And at this point, like, my view on humans isn't very positive either. So probably I <laughs> kind of identified with her motivations, but I like how they were able to still make her just not a one-note villain. Um, mm-hmm. Unlike William, where it was just like, all right, you're just, you clearly represent, like, the unchanging virtues of humanity. Uh, which was right, right. very nice how they played him. Uh, but this season was really nice. It was like watching intelligent people play chess, but it wasn't boring. You know, it was interesting to see who's going to make their move next. Drew, what did you think of uh, season four? Well, that was a, that was a, a great um, wrap up of the the entire show. But, I, but one thing that while you were talking, I just felt like uh, you know th- there didn't seem like there was a grand design to season four, which I liked. Where it was like you know season three was all about this master plan to get everybody's yeah. DNA and we're going to control all of humanity. And and the season four was kind of back to the characters and their motivations a little bit and their chess playing a little bit and, and then yeah. kind of going back and forth. But with like the man in black, all his, his plan was just kind of, oh, I'm going to be imprisoned for a little while. I'm going to get out of it. I'm going to find out who I am again. I'm going to put on my old outfit and, and I'm going to try to, 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 well, his plan is to, you know, go, go, go back to season two to maybe go, to, to go and try to find, you know, the hosts that went into the sublime. Which I think right. was would have been interesting to see, um, but one thing I, I, I was like so into just watching, um, you know Tessa Thompson. I guess really not really uh, Charlotte, but I can't help calling her Charlotte either. But just all of her outfit changes, and then you, you you love seeing her outfit changes from scene to scene to scene, and then you really just can't wait to see Ed Harris get back into that costume. Like just the, the yeah, thing. you just want him to wear one thing. All, all, all the time. So I, I do, I think the, the, the costuming and the design of this, this um, whole series has been incredible, but um, specifically for the season. But yeah, I mean, it just, it, it didn't um, draw me in as much. I like the whole idea of, 
you know, the, the city kind of being its own playscape and how they were making all of New York City or look like Central Park and look like a park. And then like towards the end of the episodes, the, 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 the advertisements and all these different things like Times Square started kind of um, seeping back into the world. You know, like there was, there was this whole idea of a perfect society, which was all bullshit. And, you know, and, and so all, all, all the ads, everything comes back in, all of the um, distractions come back in. And I think that was like a really beautiful design. Um, and I was surprised where these last couple of episodes went because they kind of went further than I thought they would go. And then they kind of go back to the start a little bit to set up season five. And I was actually surprised. I don't know about y'all, but I, I was surprised that they set up a season five because I thought this is the last season. I didn't realize that they were oh, yeah. doing a fifth season. Uh, yeah, I remember them. I remember Lisa Joy and, and Jonathan Nolan talking about they have enough story for five seasons, I think. So I think next season probably will be the last and uh, which is good because like. It's it's the idea like it, what even Breaking Bad said like we don't want to really overstay our welcome here where we go for you know eight nine season like we got it and uh, like what else do you really need to talk about with you know what it means to be alive uh, and like what it means to be human and have consciousness and have your own ability to make decisions um, which I think this is really what it's about in the end is trying to figure out like okay well if these hosts the the robots if they can make their own decisions and live their quote unquote life, uh, then what, what is it so different than being a human? Um, and there's obviously uh, parallels with, you know, uh, uh, racism and uh, uh, people just not understanding that, you know, someone else can also live their life uh, in peace if they wanted to. But of course there's like something they don't understand, like they got to fucking kill it. And, uh, and so, it's it's interesting, and I, I I think the the MVP of this season is uh, Jeffrey Wright because Jeffrey Wright can like do no wrong. It seems like I think he's always great in everything that he does, even with like subpar uh, films or, or TV shows that he does. He's always just batting a thousand. He's so fucking good. And what's so great when he comes back is though what we um, when we leave him, he goes into. I guess the sublime in this like little headset thing, like a VR headset. And then he's like left alone. And then all of a sudden there is a jump in time and this is all third season. So spoilers, I don't care, Uh, but you should see it. If you're watching, if you are listening to the review of season four, you've seen season three. So go to, go to hell. Uh, But we see that there's like dust all over him. So like a long time has passed to see him that he's just finally got out of the sublime and we pick up from there, which is really cool. And to see what he is trying to do to basically maybe find peace in this world in some capacity. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I thought it was, it was interesting. It was a really fun episode, a really fun season to kind of go back. And I, and I honestly, I loved um, Evan Rachel Woods uh, uh, character this time around. It was different uh, but like, what did you guys think of her character and her arc on uh, this season? I don't know. I, you know, I hate to be that guy in the room who's like, really, we chose her to be, who volunteered her for tribute to speak for humanity. Um, you know, cause I'm, I'm a little tired of, of white women speaking for everyone, but, um, her, I think funny enough, I think I 
like first season this this Dolores and I like Charlotte or whatever I don't even know anymore sure and sure in season four uh I like this version of her better as well I think the whole type of arc of her kind of starting the revolution was nice but I don't I don't know. I guess it was her acting choices that kind of, I was like, all right, I kind of believe it. I'll go with it, whatever. But I think Tessa Thompson mm-hmm. does a better job at being more nuanced and having more emotional depth in her acting choices when it comes to portraying just a more complex character who is villainous in archetype, but still shows the flaws, okay, of her creators, right? Which are humans, right. human flaws. But in this season, uh, you know, it was just, she didn't really do much. They didn't really give her a sure. whole much to do until like the last like three or so episodes, I would say. Which to me, the very last episode, it was just like, okay, girl, whatever you say. But it definitely gave me like Alice in Wonderland vibes a little bit. So I gave her a little bit of grace this season because I just treated her like an amnesia patient, like someone who sure. really woke up, who couldn't remember who they were didn't know mm-hmm. where they are, and this is clearly not the same. The The writers of this show don't want me to have the same attachment to this character that I've had for the past three seasons. But I think overall, like, she she did a very good job, um, and it's just interesting to see just all the iterations of one character um, come to play in these you know, in these different, I guess, little balls. What are those things? Like the little... The pearls. The oh, pearls. the pearls. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's really cool that you that you mentioned Alice in Wonderland because they, I don't know if it was intentional, but they're kind of dressing Dolores like Alice a little bit in that the whole the whole season. You know, even I mean, not not just like the Westworld outfit kind of does that, but her hair, everything kind of looks like that. And I know you're to, right. You're you're absolutely correct. We're saying that you can you can only always tell where you are based on like her, um, you know, her um, haircut. But um, right. <laughs> the, the, the one thing I'd like, I just like looking at Dolores and then James Marsden's character, and I feel bad I don't even, I can't think of his name, but Teddy, uh, Teddy, thank you. Like them getting back together and this love affair, I didn't really have any connection to that. And I think that's the, the problem that they fall into when everyone's a host and just just as me being a human being watching these people, I know that they're hosts and I know that they're programmed to a certain extent and I know they care for each other. And that was really um, compelling the first season, but watching it now, it's not. And, and, uh, yeah. you know, and, and I, and I was, I just want to ask you guys if, if, did you have any emotional connection to a lot of the major character deaths? Because the, the, one of the main ones that I, reacted to not to spoil anything was one that I was not expecting at all. Um, but, sure. the, but the major characters that, that, you know, maybe ex- be expiring or maybe going, you know, another, another direction. Um, I, I was kind of sitting there not really feeling anything. Yeah. I think that, uh, there are, uh, there are plenty of major character deaths in this show. And, uh, what <laughs> I guess prior seasons have now taught me, I'm like, Oh, well, I mean, that's okay because they're probably coming back. <laughs> like, it's like a, a comic book or something like that. It's like, they're not really dead. Uh, it's like, they're robots for God's sakes. Like, Charlotte had, like, and this is not spoiling anything for, like, season two or three, but she had, like, I don't know, like, 
three clones of herself already or something. And uh, so like, okay, but to 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 piggyback off the the Teddy uh, connection between him and uh, Evan Rachel Wood's character, uh, Chris, Christina, Chris, I already forgot her name. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Christina. <laughs> Christina. Um, I think the wh- wh- why it was a, a slight misstep for that is because he wasn't in season three because his character died back in season two. And so you just haven't really got them together because it seems like, well, he's dead and now I'm, I'm moving on. And so it, it was kind of a nice like to see them back together again, but I didn't really feel like that connection as strongly as I did feel in like season one and, and a little bit of two. Drew, how about you lead the way into final thoughts for season four of Westworld? I th- the, the, you know, the, um, the main takeaways for me, um, I think, are the character battles um, and seeing society crumbling, which is always a plus for me. I, 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 I always just enjoy it on all levels when everything just It goes makes to me shit. so happy. Like, when, is, when, is all, when is it all just going to get, get, get burned down? And, and, I, and I love watching that on television and then in reality um, doing, doing uh, the best I can to not make that happen. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, that's, that's, that's the struggle. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I I, I did. I, I was I was surprised that I was more invested in the characters this time around. But then when major things happened to them, I wasn't. Um, I think this is this this wasn't. You know, I, I I miss the the times when I was watching an episode of Westworld and I couldn't and I was theorizing and I couldn't wait to think what was happening. Who was a host? Who wasn't a host? What's going on? And now that everybody's a host. Yeah. It's it's not as interesting, and I think what's hard to do with four four seasons of of sci-fi and big budget sci-fi and heady sci-fi is that ultimately you end up getting down to the basic questions again. And I think for the most part, we don't really care about the basic questions, right? I mean, just as as viewers, as humans, mm-hmm. and apparently even as hosts or as robots, you know, the, what is what is really the, the the main goal of this show and humanity in general, or even just um, the hosts and what they want to accomplish. So if it's, if it's this whole idea of a perfect world or why are we here, who cares? Everybody just wants to, everybody just wants to live their lives happily. And if, if that's, if that's under some kind of guise, that's fine. But I think um, the whole idea of this show is, is, is to be able to live your life without anybody controlling you. That's, that's, that's it, you know, and, and so, and, and there's been trillions of dollars in the Westworld universe that have been spent to, to either stop or, or um, create that, right? So um, I think the, the, good, the good people, I think, are winning, you know, the good, or the, the good, the good beings, or whatever we're calling them now, the good hosts. Right, right. Because I even feel like, like the, the term host now is not appropriate at all. Like, I don't think they should, and I, and I don't like... I can't say replicants. I can't say robots. I, don't, I feel like I feel like like I'm in the 1950s if I say robots with Westworld. So I, I think just the, the the hosts are now kind of taking over a little bit, and it'll be interesting to see where the show goes. But I was surprised that um, the, the 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 characters I thought I cared I cared about I didn't actually care about that much. So I'll I'll give this um, six and a half pearls out of ten. Nice. Gina, what are your final thoughts? I think that uh, it's 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 it is a talent to be able to 
speak on these large topics in a way that is nuanced or takes the risk of actually telling us, right, what we should be uh, choosing. Because I think a lot of shows are a little scared and want to leave things up to the viewer. But I like a show that's like, nope, this is how it should be. But a lot of shows are scary to do, you know, they're scared to do that. With Westworld season four, I do agree with Drew. Like the characters' motivations in this season just didn't, I wasn't really invested in seeing their outcomes as much as I was invested actually in Caleb. Caleb to me was the most, was the anchor emotionally for me in this story mm-hmm. without it being forced. Um, yeah. Just because of his entire storyline and the idea of just being brought back that many times. It actually was a very interesting take on immortality. It was a very interesting take on determinism and like the fatalism and like our idea of, you know, if you if you keep making replicants, is this the same person? Uh, so it was, to me, his storyline, uh, even without his daughter, even though I, I get at these parent cliches all the time as a parent, uh, I, I definitely could relate to him by the end of the season where, you know, you really will do what's necessary. Um, and at yeah. the end, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to tear up. At the end, he was like, I got every parent's dream to see their kid grow up. And I was like, oh, my God, you're totally right. Like, right, right. You know, because I have a 17-year-old, and I think that just hit home for me. So the way they wrote Caleb, I like the fact that, a kid, of course, Aaron Hall, great actor, great acting choices. He was able to play that without trying to force us to have empathy for him or trying to force us. To, to feel something. So I think he was definitely the emotional anchor that was kind of lacking with the other characters, like Drew said, when it came to just you being invested in seeing, you know, who wins, who dies. Uh, yeah. Bernard, again, my favorite, his story arc was nice to see come full circle, no pun implied. Uh, but yeah, this season, like I said, it's a solid rebound. It definitely pulls you back into why you were interested in watching Westworld. Uh, I don't think this will be for people who haven't been here for the whole ride, but I think I do appreciate them rewarding us loyal fans for sticking for sticking through three seasons. Sticking around for this long. Yeah, for sticking around. And I can't wait for season five. I just I hope they they stay within the story arc and, and what the story is trying to tell us. Which I think is more about con it's to me it's less about control and really just about uh, you know, how you choose to build your reality and then how you choose to treat others um, mm-hmm. as you're building that with others. Because I believe there were some humans left in this season, uh, but it was oh, it was an eye-opener about, you know, we will go extinct at some point. We will not live forever. Yeah, yeah. So that is, a, you know, mortality and, and being confronted with that. I like the fact that they, they brought that up. So, yeah. I will say I will give this season, you know, yeah, a six out of ten times. I wish I could wake up with a perfect hair and perfect face every goddamn morning. Lucky bitch. <laughs> you you don't? I do every single day. I, yeah, I look no. great. I wake up with shit all around my mouth and a dog in my face. That's, that's my morning. <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but Caleb's hair has been a serious distraction for me for the last two seasons. Like Aaron Paul. He has that, I like, I don't know what's crazy happening. hair I, I, swoop. Maybe I'm just so used to seeing him with a shaved head. Right. Do you know? But it's like seeing him with bangs trips me out. I had a, a kind of a fun ride with this. Uh, it Like you were saying, Gina, I, um, I I think this is a good rebound uh, for the, the show. And 
I was uh, enjoying the ride for the most part. I, I do agree that some of the motivations for uh, a few of the characters kind of were was lackluster, wasn't as engaging as I wanted it to be. But anytime they went back to Ed Harris or Tessa Thompson, Jeffrey Wright, uh, definitely uh, Aaron Paul as well, I was like, okay, here we go. Like these are the fun scenes. And anytime I go to Evan Rachel Wood, I was like, all right, here we go. We're gonna contemplate a lot here and take a chill pill. All right, fine. Um, and I get it, but I, I still think that, um, the, the design of the show is fantastic. The, uh, the costuming is crazy. Tessa Thompson's costumes in this show, in this season, uh, I like that should win a freaking Emmy, uh, and a golden globe is like, come on. like they just, and it, what I really liked about this season, probably more than the others, it actually felt like that they were having fun even though like it's intense uh, shit every now and then it's like, yeah, I think they're kind of having fun with the show finally because <laughs> it's, it's such a heavy, heavy show for the most part because people are getting killed left and right. And, uh, and I was glad that it was, uh, all right, now we're, we're having a, a little bit more fun time with uh, this crazy, crazy world we call Westworld. Um, so I'm going to give it, uh, I'm going to give it a little bit higher, but like seven out of 10, um, cookies if that makes sense to anybody uh, Aww, uh th- there you go gina uh so <laughs> i love you right <laughs> i love you too 